program. Discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall. I am Lucas Tamori. Right before, minutes before the show started, Lucas grabbed his art pad and pen and said, I'm just going to bring this with me in case you go on a rant and I get bored. No, it's, re- it's really just that I have terrible ADHD, and I, I finally convince the government to um, give me ADHD medicine, which I'm on right now, but it's just not enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how I convince them of that. I I don't know, pass some drug tests. <laughs> it's It was a long road getting ADHD medication from the government. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, they don't want to give it to people who who um, come up clean for cocaine because it's just like, well, it's basically like giving you cocaine. Where I'm on Vyvanse, it's a little bit less. Um, it's a little bit less like terrible than you know, like Ritalin and Adderall, and a little a little less similar to cocaine. It's it has its own. It's more really just focusing on the focus and less of a stimulant. Um, and you can't like, it goes into the liver, so you can't like snort it and get high. Like it's not the same, like it, you can snort it, but it's still going to go into the liver. People do that with their medications. They The, the, the Ritalin and the Adderall, like if you snort it, 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 it it's, it's more similar to cocaine. Then. Is this information we should be sharing? I think we should be sharing about like everyone knows that. That's common knowledge, I think. And what I think we should be sharing is like, if you are addicted to those, you know, and you really can't get off any ADHD medication, you might think of talking to your doctor about giving you Vyvanse instead where you can't abuse it. And it really might help you just have a regular, like, relationship with a stimulant. Not one you necessarily snort and get, like, high right away. You're going to have to, like, just, like, take the wave of it. That is useful information. Thank you. I was prescribed Ritalin when I was a child. Yeah, fuck you up. Um, no, they did not, but, no, they didn't give it to me. My parents refused to give it to me. They, they That's why you're not fucked up. They did not uh, think medicating children was a good idea. Yeah, I don't know about it. I don't. I really. I think. Medi- using 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 psychological drugs for medication. Yeah, I they, think they weren't. An, they were not anti medicine, but this was. Uh, just something they they didn't think was safe, and as it turns out, it's not the it's best not thing for safe. kids. It's not. I, I think Vyvanse is not the same. First of all, so I'm still not on Ritalin or Adderall, what we were prescribed as children. But um, I was not on that then either, though. Um, you know, I think my mom she just never had me tested for ADHD, even though I clearly presented as it because. You know, I think she probably was just not interested in the medication. So she was just not going to have me tested, you know. Um, she had me tested for learning disabilities, which I do have. And, like, that, that that's because of the educational, like, value, values you get from them realizing you have learning disabilities. So they gave me, like, time and a half on tests, you know. Um, I didn't really get any specialized help, but I did get time and a half on tests, which I, you know, continue to use. Um, I used it on the LSAT. Like, you know, I think it's... Time and a half just gives me the time to reread the question because, like, I have a lot of voices in my head. The learning disabilities might be about my mental illness, but I'm hearing a lot. You know, like, 
I'm not that focused on the test. It takes me a long time to sit there and refocus in. Like, but when I focus, I do very well. But the problem is, I would, I really need double time. But I, I might be able to be eligible for that actually if I re because like, I, that's how long it takes me to take a test. I like, I ran out of time with LSAT and I like had a time and a half. Um, but there was construction outside. They offered me a new test, but still, I think I think part of it is I I just might actually need double time. And but the thing is, double time is not like cheating the test. Like I don't need notes. I don't need those those things. Like are things you need extra. Like you need like you didn't learn the knowledge. For me, I did learn the knowledge. It might just take me a little bit longer to get it out. No, I don't. I don't think it's it's uh, cheating in any way. It's no different than if someone needs a large print. Books, textbooks, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, I consider it no different. It takes me a long time to just like, and this is tested. It just takes me a long time to do things. So it's, I'm not getting extra time actually. Does that make sense? Like I, it's taking me the same amount of time to do, like it's taking me time and have to do every problem. So I'm not getting extra, like, you know what I mean? Like my mind is just working in a different way, but you know, I think there was a long time where, you know, I was just, I felt very stupid for that. You know, it was a very difficult childhood over, you know, to be in, in such an excelling family. My sister was valedictorian all the time. You know, it's just to see, to be in a family that excels like that, it, it's very hard to need extra time. It was a very, it caused me a lot of mental illness problems. It caused me like severe depression, you know, suicidality, like it really did. Oh, I get it. I get it. I was the youngest of four. And I was the only one that didn't get into Stuyvesant High School. Yeah. However, there is a bit of a reason for that. Behavioral. No. It wasn't behavioral for once. No, no. Me and my friend Norman thought if we got really, really, really fucking stoned before we took this, the test for the specialized school, we could tap into universal <laughs> knowledge and consciousness. My last IQ test, I my IQ went down, but I was super stoned. And my mom was like, I don't get it. Because, like, you did really well in the test, but your IQ went down. And I was, like, in my head, I was, like, I can't tell her or anyone else that I was super, I was super stoned to take the IQ test. So I didn't even feel bad. I was, like, okay, cool. I was super stoned and my IQ went down. I don't think my IQ went down. I think I was super stoned. I was super stoned and I still got into a specialized school. I still I was, got into Brooklyn Tech. I was drinking every day and smoking every day before I took the LSAT, including the day of the LSAT. And I still did pretty well. Totally I, not what you told me. Shit, no. I wasn't I wasn't on cocaine, okay? I wasn't on cocaine. Because I said to you, cocaine is gonna make me forget the test. I said cocaine isn't really the drug you remember things on, right? But I said weed and alcohol, you remember things, right? And I think you said weed. I don't think you answered back about the alcohol. All right, well. But I was that was that was before I went to rehab. I, my rehabs have really helped me in harm reduction. Like I was an alcoholic when I took that test. I came like when, when I, I was taking that test on like 13 drinks a day. Like they had an intervention for me at pumps that very sweet. It was more of for my eating disorder because I was 90 pounds and bringing in pedophiles, but, <laughs> but it was also for the fact like you're drinking 13 drinks a day on 90 pounds. We're, you are going to get this. This is not good. <laughs> that can't end well. This is never going to end well. <laughs> I was like, this is, I was similar to your mom. Your mom was doing the same thing at 88 pounds. <laughs> she she went lower than me. I don't think I ever went below 90. Your mom went to 88 and was like, that's good, right? And we were like, 
No. And then we had, and then she had to stop drinking more than two drinks a day. And I sort of don't drink more than two drinks a day, but. Yeah. Mom is such a great example of you can change at any point in your life. It, in her, she, she drank quite a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot. No, like we were, we loved drinking together. And, uh, <laughs> and then it started to affect her health. It affected her health around the same time it affected mine. We, the world just came for us. Team tiny, you know, we're here. Team Tiny, just like celebrating life. And then all of a sudden, I mean, him and my his mother, it's, I can't say it right because he's also, it's also my mother. Our, our mother, when coronavirus began, she looked at me when he went outside and said, well, you know, if we're going to go out, we're just going to go out drinking, okay? She, and she said, look me in the eye. <laughs> and we cheer. This, just, this text just came in from Calvin to both of us. All caps. Fuck Stuyvesant! <laughs> Fuck Stuyvesant, right? That that fucking school. And the way they fucking make... Don't ki- a lot of kids kill themselves from that school? Because it's so stressful. The high school as well as the 1600s governor of New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that guy, do. Fuck that guy, do. Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Calvin. Fuck that place. Fuck that place. I hate that place. I hate the idea of that place. I hate walking by it. It feels stifling. Fuck Stuyvesant. Fuck Stuyvesant. Well, since Calvin is listening and my sister and Stephen are not listening because they're out to dinner with a friend and Nancy and Stephen, if you are listening, turn it off now. We're going to talk about our 4th of July. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready to move on to to talking about that? Yep. All right. Oh, man. My my team was not so happy. I have a mental health team and and they were not so happy. Well, it was my nutritionist. She really, like, when I told her, she was the first one I told because she, like, gets me. She lives in the East Village. She sort of, like, she gets me. So I told her, I was like, well, I put a picture of me up on the internet fucking someone. She, she just, her face, she, like, I've been telling them all year, like, I'm going to do porn. I'm going to do porn. I'm going to do porn. But then when it actually, like, I, I like, jumped to that sort of threshold, she was just, she, my team is probably not so happy right now. Calvin, if you haven't seen it, go to Lucas's Instagram. It, it's vague, but I'm yeah. uh, but uh, but I'm knee deep in Francis's ass with like an, a, a dick that goes past my knees, and it, you can't even tell there's a dick in me because he's taking it so well. Actually, it wasn't that. It wasn't the one going past your knees. It was going to my knees. No, it was it was the the one that's not quite that big. Because the timestamp was ten thirty, and we didn't get to the huge one till two a.m. Okay. But I know at 2 a.m. I was it was looking the same in the mirror because I had that mirror next to me. So yeah, you had that mirror next to you, and you're thinking I was knee deep in every time. I was I, the whole time, and I was looking at our legs, babe, and next to each other in our butts. And I was like, "Damn, we're hot." And then I had three different straight men ask if they can be a part of me and Francis's relationship, but mentioning Francis, like Francis looks very good to young straight men. Amen to that because Francis is. One of the young straight men described my 56-year-old ass as yummy. 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 One of them, one of these straight men, I, I'm kind of calling him out, but I know he won't mind. He now performs with the um, with the, the main guy from New Order. Like, he's, he's, like, he's big. And he and then that that guy is big. He's like, he's probably like he he him and I were always made fun of for like reading the New York Times at trash before it got good or something like that. Like we were always like the nerds, but he he's like he he made it out of my trash scene as like the most famous. And he was like, I'm coming over with you guys. 
<laughs> and you asked, you said, babe, is it okay if I put this picture on the Instagram, on, on the internet? And I said, you know, you can't see my face. We both look hot. Um, I'm sure they're going to take it down and your account's going to be suspended. You didn't say that, but that's, you meant it. And like, Oh, yeah, and that's right. I what, I said, what, I I first, really, what I said at first was, uh, it's not breaking any rules. Yeah, and then, and, then, <laughs> and then he didn't mean that. He just wanted me to post his ass. He just wanted this attention because it was going to make the sex better. And he got a lot of attention. All the hot plus girls like that, that he knows, you know, all his friends. Like, he was like, oh, look, quinceanera. Artist Sam, I'm I'm sexy, babe. I'm like I know you're sexy. I want so I wanted him to feel attention from from his friends, from his peer group, you know, and better me posted than him. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well let's get some Francis' attention, and he got. But the private messages I was getting from only men were all about his ass. Actually, <laughs> actually, and Ernie posted on the internet. That's Francis' ass. And then Ernie got mad. We didn't say anything. Texted me. About your ass. He was like, <laughs> Ernie was like, Ernie's like, that was Francis. You know, you didn't, why aren't you answering me about. Why didn't you acknowledge this on the internet? We didn't acknowledge anything. Someone wrote, is that a strap on? No I, response. I'm trying to not acknowledge the post because it's like, it's just like so bad that it's up there at all. But like, it's bad to take things down because it's my policy that I don't take anything down. Like only, I only, the only things I've taken down have been from Facebook. It's a part of my policy to my viewers. Does that make sense? Okay, here's from uh, Calvin. <laughs> uh, what do you say? I'm impressed by the cropping of the picture. Very artsy. Well, I just I was trying to like crop out Francis because I was like needing to get him to approve the picture before, but I wanted him to still look like real sexy. I still needed his ass to look really sexy, so I had to crop in that real that lean in point of your back that looks really sexy. If you crop, no. Sorry, this is a photographer thing, but like, okay. there's this like point in the back that if you crop right there, everyone's going to want to fuck you. He also wrote, and this is another straight dude, pretty nice ass. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Calvin. Thank you. I know, I know. I worked really hard on showing the internet your ass, but then the next day I was like, babe, babe, babe. Babe, when I was waking up, remember? I, I like, didn't remember at first, and then I was like, babe, 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 babe. Did I do something on the internet? And then it went to the Instagram and I was like, I did. And then I said, you said last night you said you did it on Facebook too. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the whole time you were just like letting me realize. Yeah, at it. first I was like, yeah, no, this doesn't break any rules. This breaks laws. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to like come check and make sure that they know like, like that I'm not abusing you. No. It's like, it's sadomasochism. It's a loving picture. It's sadomasochism. They're going to see if I'm in a Satan tribe. When somebody kills me, because people people broke into my house again this week. When somebody kills me, they're going to say, I killed myself after doing a sadomasochist ritual because of that picture. Well, let's get back to the butt. Uh, back to the butt I'm watching too much true bit. crime, but sometimes they don't, they don't, the cops don't help because they think. So you got to call, call up when somebody kills me. And I put in those 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 bins in the basement, whatever the fucking thing. There's 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 dungeons in my basement. I don't like it. And so when I'm putting the dungeons in my basement, please tell Officer Lopez, he's our friend. We have friend cops. I talked to him today. Please, he, he doesn't called they, me. The cops don't did not call me back. I was like, I'm being harassed, but they did call my my partner back. So it's not that they're not taking this seriously. It's that they do not want to speak to me. 
They would they would rather speak to me given the option. <laughs> but I was smart enough to have you call. I was like, why don't you just start calling them? It all worked out. That, that last. I want you thing. to come meet meet them at the precinct. I have no problem with that. Only if my landlord doesn't fuck, keeps fucking shit up. You made a nice artwork for the 83rd. I'm not done with it yet, so I can't give it to them yet. I need beads. Where do I get police beads to, to drill from the holes that I make? Police beads? What are those? Like, I don't know. It'll have like their logo on it. I'm sure they have that for bracelets and stuff. Hmm. I, I wouldn't know. I think it's for Officer Lopez in his home, because I don't think it's appropriate for the precinct. Okay. But I think we could have a conversation with Officer Lopez sitting down. I could tell him what went wrong with their treatment of the mentally ill and also what went right with their treatment of trans people and the mentally ill. What went right at places like Woodhull where even the police are heroes. No, the police are heroes in many places, but the police were especially heroes for me this year when I went to Woodhull. Fuck the police! No, it's some it's half the time. Yes. It's like a fuck the police for real. Like, sometimes you fuck them, and sometimes they fuck you. What the hell were the police doing in Washington <laughs> Square Park at Pride? The fuck did they have to go in and fuck things up and arrest eight people at Pride? They were I all mean, trans people. It's just trans. Come on. Don't you see, though, that's like, what's, so that's why I like the 83rd Precinct, is like, they're, they just went in and it's what you said when they, they took that person out of their home that homeless person out of their home. It's just because they're trans people. But what I'm saying in the 83rd precinct with Officer Lopez, who's calling you back and doing things like that, and they know who we are. They know that we're fucking, you know, we're on, we're in their precinct right now talking shit on the radio. You know, the, one day I wasn't on the radio and the cops came to make sure I was okay. They do listen sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, the 83rd precinct is better than most is what I'm trying to say. I agree. You Absolutely. know, they, they, they have had bad experiences with them, but they're better than most precincts because they, like, they yelled at Woodhall saying, like, this is Lucas. This is Lucas. He goes by him. And that's not, like, even in your neighborhood, they're not doing that for the trans people. The 6th Precinct is better than most, which is why I'm thinking that it was probably not officers from the 6th Precinct that were fucking with gay people on fucking Pride March in Washington Square Park. It was probably Brenton Cobb. It was NYPD. You know, they're, they're a little bit butt sore that, that the Pride March is uh, hiring, no, but, but, hiring like, private when, security. When, when, but no, but they, they, when they have extra cops, so that happened to me like on my block because my block got burnt down during, during the um, Black Lives Matters during when COVID first started. And so they hired extra cops. So normally there'd be like 20 outside, outside of each lane when the riot started. Now there's like 60 guys on each. They don't have 60 guys to tell me in each thing. So when the rent cops those were the ones who were really acting terrible to me and made me want to move off the block. The rent cops from other neighborhoods, like, because we don't know what neighborhoods they're coming from. Maybe they're coming from, you know, the rented nurses from NYU were transphobic, and then NYU was very careful once corona was sort of, like, calmed down to, like, they didn't apologize for me what happened before, but they were telling me, like, we've changed your name everywhere in the system. The only place we can't change it is the kitchen, and I think the kitchen is probably something with the, like, with the government is you probably, because of allergies, can't change a name until it's changed legally because of allergies. Because I think that something like allergies comes up, like, pretty, they need it to, like, be alerted. 
You have a professionally nice ass. I know. <laughs> it, it gets bad, though, when I'm 90 pounds, but I don't care because I'm 90 pounds, and I'm like, I've finally achieved it, and then nobody gets to see it, including you. And, like, I thought that was a funny joke one day, and Francis got so mad. What? What? When I was like, I was like, when I'm finally thin enough, nobody gets to see it because I'm hospitalized. And I was joking so hard. I was laughing. I was like laughing my ass off over that. I yeah. thought that was like a funny joke. Yeah, that would make me you. Mad. You walked away. You were like so pissed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Francis, is, I, I tried to go back to Renfrew this week, but they reminded me that Renfrew told me I needed six months sober. <laughs> <laughs> So I found out something pretty interesting about a week and a half ago. I just I decided I wonder what the internet thinks I'm worth. So I Google. I'm so pissed because I thought I got kidnapped because of my mother, but it was actually because of my partner over here who has eighty million dollars apparently, but he doesn't. He has eight dollars. So <laughs> so you better not negative eight dollars because I owe him money. You better not try to kidnap me again because of my boyfriend. And don't kidnap me because of my parents either, because I'm not sure how much money they have, but I do know they have it. They wouldn't pay it. And I do know I've actually convinced their bankers to not pay it if I'm kidnapped because I'm going to beat your asses and we're going to kill you. Oh. I Googled Faceboy. <laughs> Radio Net Free Worth. Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is not responsible for anything that was said on this air tonight. Oh, they make sure they say that before our show. <laughs> I didn't that, hear that it. Always, oh, yeah. That I was didn't it. hear it. Yeah, they, they aired that. They aired that. I didn't hear it. They make damn sure that's aired before our show. <laughs> All the warnings. All the warnings before a safe space. Please, if those police are listening, I do not actually intend to kill anyone. So I Googled <laughs> Faceboy Net Worth, just out of curiosity, just to see even if I was on one of those things. Uh, and and they said, uh, and it was definitely me. You know, it wasn't a different thing. Pictures Facebook. of him, no, like, like uh, yeah, pictures, pictures of, of him, his, like, early on, descript- like, descriptions like where he's going to stuff. school, like, every, no, no, this was him. I checked, because I was like, no, bitch, you ain't worth 80 million. And then I was like, I fucked him so hard and so mad, because I've been kidnapped this year, and I didn't know why. During our 4th of July sex uh, <laughs> extravaganza, which literally went from 9 to 5. Working nine to the other, five. The other what nine to five. Way to make living. And then right nine p.m. to five. Wait, wait. But when once I finished, it was like six a.m. of the nine to five, and I was so exhausted. I said, "Is it the same amount of hours?" <laughs> <laughs> Is nine p.m. to five a.m. the same amount no, of I hours? No, I said I just finished you. We were having a cigarette. We were like <laughs> cooling off, and I I couldn't even think that hard because I was so delirious of fucking him. So while you're while you're banging away, you're you're yelling, you're screaming, eighty million dollars. You know what you no, you I get kidnapped because the internet thinks you're worth eighty million dollars. What the fuck is this shit? You know, I had connected so like with Richard Pryor Jr. so much because I was like, Oh, it's I guess my parents are just that rich, but it's actually just I guess I'm just basically married to Francis. But but my mom reminded me I'm still married to somebody else who I if you come after me again, I'll murder you. No, wait. The police listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, I just like that. That was a character. <laughs> that was euphemism. I don't know what that was. <laughs> were, literally, there are times the cops came and they were like, this one time they came because I 
said I was moving to Detroit. And every time I say I'm moving to Detroit, things go wrong. Well, one time I actually tried to move to Detroit and my mother canceled all my credit cards that like, and like called up the moving company. Like she, she got the, she called up the moving company that was under the, like, and like told them like my card had been stolen. So everything was canceled for the move and my credit cards are all canceled. Um, and she doesn't have access to any of these credit cards. Like, but I, she like, when Joanne Saddleman wants things canceled, they get canceled. She was like, this is, no, no, she's been, she's been, that those, they were all still, I don't know what the fuck she did, but somehow nothing's working and everything has been canceled. That was the last time I tried to move to Detroit. Meanwhile, I was moving there, like my, putting my stuff in storage in Detroit and didn't really have a place. So that might've been a good idea. I had some money saved, but really had no plan. Like I was just going to go to Detroit that day, like on a bus. I was like going to move my stuff there and then go to a bus, on a bus. But then this time the cops said to me, this is suicidal. And I had already just been dealing with the cops a lot because of my roommate, because of me, because of a lot of reasons. Um, because don't be schizophrenic in this nation. Do not try to be schizophrenic in this nation. Do not let them put that on paper. Although they do give me a lot of services as well. It's a difficult situation. Is this about me being schizophrenic? What is this song? Is this about the dad? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, heard, I didn't know the intro to this song. They never give me credit. No, you give me credit. I, I, I have to like correct every comment I make with Francis does that, but also McDolly and Peter do that for me too. McDolly and Peter and Francis are kind of like a team. Even though I don't even think you've all met. Yes, we have. I met Medallia in person. Peter uh, was, uh, was uh, I met through Skype when he guested on our show. Yeah, but did you meet Medallia in person? Where? Oh, maybe not. Maybe it was also, yeah, it was also telephone Skype. and Skype. Yeah, I don't think you've met them in person. But now you're going to. It was just when we couldn't have, you know, we you were a little discluded from the group this year. It was what it was. Was what it had to be. Exactly. You're you are our, in our group of friends, the four of us. But you were just a little discluded, and now it will be the four of us. But right now, it, for a while, it was the three of us because they adopted me for for you. They did. They really adopted me. And the other night when I got broken into and I couldn't be in my apartment anymore because people were harassing me outside the building. And through them, I was like, "We can't really help you because this is harassment. You should call the police." And I'm like. But I- could you just take the report? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't really need help. I just need a report. Could you just take it yourself? No, this is a police report. Damn it. But unfortunately, I have a police report about the break-ins and my, my, my landlord is trying to gaslight me. <laughs> He's like, that never happened. I'm like, well, you were there. You don't have a cat. You don't have a cat. And then he was laughing hysterically. And I was like, what did you do with my cat? And like, everybody thought he stole the cat because he was like maniacally laughing about like no cat. 
And like, because the cat was of like a, cont- a point of contention between the police and I, and I was like, "Did you throw the cat out the window? What the fuck did you do with the cat?" And then you called me up and said, "My landlord stole my cat. I have a witness." We and had a I witness. I thought you had like somebody who actually saw your landlord leave with your cat. So no, I we said, had somebody. So I said, "Call nine one one." And then I, and then, and then I, and then he maniacally and laughed then, that he stole the cat. And then when we talked a little more, I realized, well. The, Cloud is just hiding. No, I think... Call even, the cops back. Tell them not to come. No, when, when he realized we couldn't find the cat, because he knew there was a cat, and I started blaming him, even he left. Like, he was like... And then he, then he called. So, there's a list of men, mostly men who have tried to, or I have slept with, that call my mother, and they're all 30 to 55 and white, and they call the Joanne hotline. Because my mother hates me. So my mother, the best day of her life is when somebody calls to complain about me. Because she will just be like, absolutely yes. I shouldn't be saying this on the air because it's like giving away my like worst. But like, at least now I'm like letting the rest of the people in on it. She'll be like, yes, Kristen. So after you called 911, you said, and I want you to call Officer Lopez so that when the 911 officers arrive, they don't, they take me seriously. <laughs> and so I called Officer Lopez. So then they just, once, I think they were going to come because they thought I was ill. And then once you told them I was sane, they just didn't come. It had been like two hours. So I called Officer Lopez. He wasn't there. He's the community affairs officer of the 83rd precinct. He wasn't there. I left a message. And, uh, and he, he, got back to me today and I told him the situation had been resolved. The cat was just hiding. But I, I left a message and said, my my boyfriend said that the landlord stole his cat. I said who I was and, you know, we. I said, we've spoken before. Now they're going to think I'm even crazier. It was the, it was the fact that the landlord was maniacally, well, but now we should just leave it. They know I hate that landlord. They know why. Like They themselves want me to go to landlord-tenant case tenant court and when I, I when he sold the cat I finally was ready I, I was like bitch and he, I was like I got him on the, and he was like he was he was like, take me because he thinks he's going to take me for damages that he did when he sent his goons into my apartment does that make sense um, and then but he's when he realized I kind of caught him he usually comes in and he's like I'm going to charge you for this and I'm gonna, he'll just be inspecting little things and I'm like like he put shitty screws and they the, oh the it's it's crooked here and I'm going to like he, he they're they're scam artists um but nah, he wasn't coming in expecting anything like that I was just like he's like can I go on that floor and I was like yeah but you better be careful because the people I didn't say you sent it broken but I knew he did break in so I said the people that just broke in they put glass all over the floor so you just better be careful stepping on it <laughs> You're listening to a safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is Don't move to Brooklyn. No, sorry. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored. Just be careful who your landlords are when you move to Brooklyn. Go back to the ad. Is sponsored in part by Med Supplies Only, offering little or no cost medical braces. For information, more information is available at 844-598-6639. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit, and we depend on your donations to help. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. There you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you 
to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFB123 to It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, you can go to Amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it will cost you nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all our listeners health and happiness as we weather this storm together. I want, I, want, I want some swag. Can you get my mom to give it to me? You want to ask your mom to sponsor this show? Yeah, I want some Radio Free Brooklyn swag. I, no, but she's going to want the swag. She, she never gave me any of the NYU swag. She said, no, no. I paid for that, Kristen. <laughs> she did. And like, and she'll say, like, if I try to take one of those mugs, like, I can take any mug in the house. If I try to take an NYU mug, she was like, absolutely not. That is my swag. Like, <laughs> you are a stripper. Give me my muck. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I think she might sponsor the show, but she won't give me the swag. We haven't asked for sponsors in over a year. We should start asking some people because we, we but you get some numbers about who's listening. I need to know how many people are listening. If you want to sponsor this show, go to RFB. No, my my friends and families are that type of people. They are that sort of judgmental where they're like, "Yeah, sure, Kristen, I'll I'll sponsor your show as long as I know how many people are listening to it." RFB dot NYC slash ass. Can I can can you give me some numbers? Can you get Tom? I don't know. We got four listeners. If, if it's, we've got four listeners, we are not... How do we have people in China if there's four listeners? All right. There's more than four listeners. We, we do have people in China and the UK, and I really like both those places, though I have not been yet because I'm poor as fuck, but not because I haven't wanted to go to both of those places. My grandfather did go to China, and my father went to China a lot a few times. He brought me back some dresses. <laughs> We, the Stalemans and the Messinas have visited China, but not, not I. But, um, UK, I've always wanted to do the UK thing. Like, I'm like, uh, no, China too. I'm, there's a lot of places I've wanted to go to. We're going to have to get rich before I die. Babe, that was a sound on the floor, not a sound in here. I totally thought someone was coming into the studio. It was very far away. All right. Trust and I. I get broken into all the time. I know I know how to listen to the sounds. Okay, I'll trust you. Sometimes they break into my house when I'm there. They haven't killed me yet, but I did cry. My, my parents promised me they would have a place for me to move home to, and it's just not true. And that realization at 34 years old hit me real hard for a day. Yeah, they kept trying to get you to move back home and trying to get you to move back home. And then finally, when you were like, I want to come back home. They were like, oh, you can't. There's nowhere. To, there's actually no. I was like, I, they were like, we don't have anywhere for you. <laughs> and I was like, what the, what do you, what do you, and I was, what do you mean you don't have anywhere for me to come up? I was just like, mom, 
you promised, you promised me. This was like the one promise I've ever been given in my life. And I was like, mom, you promised me. I didn't get over it, but it was like, I, I am 34. I was like, you're 34 years old. It's just, it's fine. It's fine. But I was like, and then I was like, put dad on the phone because they happen to be together. Of course, they're together promising, telling me they, they, they like got together to tell me like, we're not, you're not moving home. So they're like, we're having lunch. They're having like a nice lunch after the fact that they told me you were not. They're like, we got to go. We're going to have a nice lunch. <laughs> what they really just want me to feel like is there's nowhere to go in the world and I'm going to die epitomous death. And then I'm just like, shoot myself now. Nope. Don't. That's also. There better not be any cops listening tonight. <laughs> in an hour, there's going to be a safety check at my apartment and they're going to be like, we saw you. So. Unfortunately, when you put things public, the cops are allowed to listen to, and that has actually come back to haunt me. And I was like, you're not, a, the cops aren't listening to my Facebook or my show, and they actually are sometimes. <laughs> so Lucas has, it, I'm going to move on, we can go Those, back No, to we have five want. listeners, because we have, we have a police, we have somebody in the police listening. Okay, five. <laughs> so uh, Lucas has an interesting theory. I'm sure a lot of people think it, and it's probably Don't, don't talk about MKUltra. No, it's not going to talk about. Okay, MK because that's a private. We've, we've already private. done that. We've gone down that. Rabbit no, we hole. haven't. Go, we haven't gone down that rabbit hole on the air. I've gone that down that rabbit hole many times when I was high with you. So you thought you got one down the air, but I'm careful about MKUltra on the air. This is probably the deepest we've went into MKUltra on the air, which is I have no opinion on it. <laughs> you have so many opinions on it. <laughs> Francis is acting delusional. I'm going to take a note from Joanne. Whenever Joanne doesn't like what she hears, she needs to go to the hospital. So, Lucas has suggested to me, and I agree, and I'm sure many people think this, that Kamala Harris is running the country because Biden doesn't know where he is. Yeah, and then, so, like, everyone's like, where? And, like, my friends, my friends were all asking. And, like, these are all people of color. They were like, Kamala Harris has done nothing because I go to group therapy and th- has done nothing since she started this. And then I just had this pop realization. I was like, <laughs> she came into my brain and I said, do you guys, do you guys just think maybe she's just having to run the whole entire nation because they, they, it, Biden can't get through a press conference. So he doesn't know that he's president. No, so, so, and then I was like, maybe I'm we just have it. No, like he, he doesn't. <laughs> no, that's, that doesn't mean you don't like him. You actually like him more. It's like the way we like Bush now. You know, right, right. Now, now we like Bush now. I, mean, I hated him when he was president, like, he, but now he's like kinda, I was mad at Bi- like Biden in the psych ward. Man. When I was in the psych ward, his first week in office, he admitted to some like for him and Obama for having com- communications with this like drug dealer. He is like a politician, but like this major drug dealer that nobody admits having communication with. Biden was like, yeah, yeah, me and me and Obama are friends with him, and he wasn't supposed to say that ever, and like. It was this huge deal, and I was mad. And then like, I came out of the psych ward to get more news, and I realized, oh no, this guy's just senile. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you can't be mad at somebody who's like totally senile. He doesn't know where he is. No, he I, doesn't know that he's president. But I remember being in the psych ward, and I was like, Ma, and I'm getting these limited news from a like radio, and I'm like, Ma, Biden's over here talking about how the Democrats are drug dealers. <laughs> you know, he, he when he sticks to reading the prompter, he does great. I don't think he knows how to read all the time. He's got to know how to read because that's how he's able to. No, but not all the time because sometimes he's just in the press conference like dead face, deadpan, just not saying anything. Maybe he he has an earpiece where someone tells him what to say. It might be an earpiece and then the earpiece doesn't work. 
Right. Then the earpiece because, goes out for a second. Because so he probably just, doesn't know how to so he just stands it. there. Because he just stands there sometimes and you're like, what's going on? What's going on? Is the, is the, is the country being bombed? Because the government, the, the fucking president is speechless. Shit. Usually that would be a sign of like shit, 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 but we're all just used to it at this point. This is a little bit of a circus. It's a little bit of a circus. After Trump, you, you just need kind of a breath, and now you're like... <laughs> kind of a breath, a little bit more than kind of a breath. Jesus. <laughs> and you're like... This fucking guy. <laughs> and, this, and, now, and, now, and now there's this. So there's just been a lot. I, it's not that my dislike of Biden is makes me like Trump. It just makes me dislike this nation a little bit more to hate them both. You know, well, since we're on to politics, it <laughs> uh, looks like, well, it is going to be Eric Adams versus uh, Curtis Sliwa for mayor. Fucking Curtis Well, if Sliwa. it was between the two of them, I'm very much happy with Eric Adams. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> Eric Adams was was on my list. Um, I, I was leaning towards the women, honestly, but it wasn't because they're women. Just like, I was leaning towards women in this debate. You know? I was too. Um, But it, they weren't. That we in New York, there's we have an issue with electing women. I think they had really strong campaigns. I think it's you know it was like I worked personally, and like that's why you like AOC. Like I worked personally to 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 educate every single person about AOC, and like I worked like even though I didn't work on her campaign specifically, I worked to educate everyone in my life about AOC, and like in a like. And I didn't do that this time around, you know, about these women. But it's it like even getting her elected, it was insane. Like I think we all in Queens had to. I was working living in Queens at the time. We all had to fight really hard to get her elected, and that was just one borough. So we were out there on the streets talking to people, and we were, you know, what I mean, everybody was like, and not just people working on her paint. Like people were just out there talking about AOC. We were all out, out there like really fighting for this, like. I was living in Corona at the time, so in Corona, it's a very underprivileged place. We were really fighting for this, fighting to get our neighbors involved, you know, but to get the whole city involved as much, you don't, it's not just your neighbors, you need the rich kids involved too, and, you know, um, I just, I, I, it's, I see a female president before I see a female mayor of New York. I agree. I agree. Yep. You know, they're going to say, because New York is a hell of a place to run. It's I mean, especially as old as Biden is. <laughs> well, that, I don't, I'm not just saying because of Kamala winning, like Kamala being granted it. I'm saying I see us electing a female president before I see us electing a female governor. Yeah. Yep. Because, because, like, they, they, New York is a hell of a place to run, and it is probably the epicenter of the United States, and it's more important than the United States. So this Curtis Lewa, let's talk about him. Uh, when I was a kid and the subway crime was at its worst in the 70s, early 80s, and uh, Curtis Lewa came around with the Guardian Angels and they went down and kicked ass, I thought he was pretty fucking cool. Um, the Guardian but, Angels are back. Okay. They're, you know, they're, they, don't, they only have so much money, I think, but they, they did a lot of work during when you were afraid in those areas near us in Soho. They were doing a lot of work. Um protecting the streets when like after the riots and stuff like that and but then he started aligning himself with people like giuliani and i'm like nope no because he was like because he started to be like against black lives matters because of because he was like protecting and then i think it went it went down the wrong hill yeah so you know i don't think he has uh, uh, any chance whatsoever 
Uh, but he, I, but I, no, I, thought, I don't think it's new that he's... I think he's always aligned. I think... Sorry, that was actually about the Guardian Angels. I think the Guardian Angels are aligned, are aligned with the Republican Party. Well, Curtis Lewa, the, the head of the Guardian Angels, most certainly is. No, he, I, th- he I is think the they Republican always Republican nominee. I think they, yeah. I think maybe they always have to. But I think they're a good they're good guys. But like they the, the guys who actually volunteer for the program are good great guys. are great guys. Yes. But like it's always been a problematic like they were protecting the stores, they weren't protecting the people, they were protecting the stores and lots of donors, but it actually did protect the neighborhood a lot, so it was important. But like they were they they come in to help Wall Street. You know, I didn't know that, but I, but it, but I believe it. But I love, I love them. I, when I see one, I kind of choke up because the actual men who volunteer for that program are like really amazing men. Like and like, do get people home safe and like are amazing men. So we can't like hate the leader and not, and not like focus on the fact that like something these people are doing good. Agreed. So let's, we don't have a lot of time left. So let's get back to our vacation for a minute. Um, thank you for being, I, I became, okay. So where we watched the fireworks when, when we, when we, uh, were coming up to the house that, to, to our house, there was a sign on a road that goes up to this mansion. For 35 years, he's wanted to see this mansion, but you can't see it because of any trees. And finally they invited us and I noticed it. I was like, babe, they're inviting us. They're inviting us. And he was like, and he, he was like, not true. And I was said, like, neighbors are welcome to watch fireworks on our lawn. And these people, I've been wondering about them forever. They had seemed very reclusive. The, their, the windows. I mean, let me tell them. Let the me, windows, let me tell it. It doesn't matter. The, the windows the, on their, on their house are tinted black. They're Go not, ahead. they didn't seem reclusive. They just, nobody ever came or went and whatever. There's just one family living back there. That's why it, it seemed like an, it's a historical building. But we, you know, we went. He, he couldn't talk. He was dumbfounded. It wasn't that big. It, was it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't fancy enough for him to be dumbfounded. They're not well, rich. I, I wasn't dumbfounded. But anyway, you know I know richer people than. All right, than so that, it wasn't dumbfounded. He it was, was social, social anxiety. anxiety. He couldn't talk. But they were. They were rich enough that you had to schmooze. And I'm trans, and I went in and I schmoozed as a trans person, and I did it. And then they thought we were richer than them because he, they thought it was like we had everything in the village and like in Bushwick and in, and I'm trying to think like we're living. Bushwick in the village and like you you live in the upper west side like you, you they must think we're not dumb but they she said to me she was like well no we're not like you guys like we you know it's just our parents and I was like this is our parents too. Like, we're not like up here in Cold Spring bitch. <laughs> this is everybody's parents like anybody who's up here in Cold Spring is their parents like, okay. <laughs> do you know how hard it has been for my generation and your generation to do anything if you're up here in Cold Spring that are, your parents gave you that like it, I, I was I was like babe, this is our parents too like actually my mom paid my rent this month and like, I'm like because I right now need a job right away and for the first time in my life my mom paid my rent and now she wants to move me home, and then she she won't let me move home. I'm actually kind of sad about it, still, babe. Yeah, sure, of course. Like she's she's not like being serious. She can't go home. There's no home for me. I I wanted to move with my dad. I was like, I'll let's get get. She hasn't rented him a place yet. I said, get a place big enough for me and dad. And she was like, oh yeah, um, no. I am I a bad influence on my dad? No. Why won't she let me and dad live together? She just doesn't want me and dad to have nice things together. I keep trying to live with my dad for like two years now. 
I don't think it's a good idea for us to just leave him in the house by himself. Why don't like you let me? They let me be with the house, and I'll go get like a restaurant gig out there because I heard there's a lot out there. So I was like, I'll just get a restaurant gig. I'll save some money, and I'll pay rent too, like whatever. But like, get a two bedroom. So I wonder why are they gonna put me out in another apartment? We have enough property out there. Put me with that. And they were like, no dad. And I was like. I, I was like, yeah, he's had some problems. He could use some, some help. And you've been around. A, a, I was like, mom, put dad and, on the phone. And I was like, my dad, people are being meeting me out here. I need to come up. Like, I'm not coming home to an apartment by myself. Like, I, I'm like, people can terrorize me in that, too. I want to come home with my father. Me and my father will manage him together. So anyway, this house. My mom doesn't want my drama in her neighborhood. That I was curious about. <laughs> And kind of scared of for thirty five years. They, they, Tur- they turns they, out just as really sweet people. But 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 honestly, the people, the couple, the, the it's the, it's our they're our parents' age. Like who owns it? The the moral of the story is they think we're the fancy ones in the neighborhood, and we have eight dollars. And the internet also <laughs> thinks we're the fan- fancy ones. And we and have eight dollars, eighty million dollars. And so everybody thinks we're rich because we know how to dress. We don't even like have nice clothes. We just know how to dress. And so, but we are not, she was like, she's like, we're not like you guys. I was like, but do you know who we are? Like, I am like, I'm about to be homeless. <laughs> I mean, I'll never be homeless. Is what That's what Tim said to me. He said, nobody would ever let you be homeless. I don't think you'll ever be homeless. But Cloud needs a space too. My mom's trying to send Cloud to a shelter all the time. I'm not sure why I couldn't just say that on the 4th. You were trying to. I know. I was like, if you don't say, I'm not gonna fuck you anymore. And then I did fuck you though, because I couldn't not fuck you. Because you have those <laughs> sweet eyes. <laughs> I, the problem might have been you just couldn't speak anymore. I was having a little trouble with language. Yeah, and like I was thinking you were telling me no, I couldn't have a home, and I was bitch. You better say. You might have just been trying to edge me on though, so I could get fuck you better. Who knows? No, because you probably have the ways about you like that. You might have just been trying to make me matter. Could be. I'm not ruling it out. It's okay if you do that in a safe way. David, however, does not do that in a safe way. And if you're listening, I'm going to murder your ass. Oh, wait, shit. The cops better not be listening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the cops know about my situation, David, because I forced David to come down to the police station with a Wonder Woman, a child's Wonder Woman. He has, like, a big face. I put a child's Wonder Woman mask on him. It fits me, but it does not fit him. And we we get to the station, and I'm like, he needs to tell you about people ru- trying to ruin me. <laughs> <laughs> and he has this, like, he looks so abused. He has this, like, little girl's mask on. Why? Why? Because he, he wouldn't leave my house. And he was trying to say... He lost the other mask I gave him. So I only had one more mask. And I was like. Oh, hey. uh, like a COVID mask. Yeah. You yeah, had him wear a Wonder Woman child. So I had him wear it. Yeah, because he was, he like hid all the other masks I had given him to, to try to be like, we're not leaving the house right now. And I was like, bitch, I have one more mask. Here you go. And it's like, that's the only mask I've left. Because he had been squatting in my house. I like, refused to leave. And I was like, not only are you going to leave, but you're going to go to this police station with me. I somehow, I'm very convincing. <laughs> Even when people squat in my apartment, I still somehow convince them out and convince them to go to the police station with me. <laughs> All right, I have one final note that I wanted to get to this evening, and we could continue talking about anything. Watching Judge Judy a lot 
doesn't actually make you a lawyer. Bitch, I'm a lawyer because I'm, I, I, I think highly about logic. That wasn't to you. That was to anybody out there who, because sometimes I watch, you know, I watch, I watch like eight Judge Judy's in a row and I think I know all the laws. No, I know all the laws because my, like when I looked with the amount of confidence I had, so I've been like not confident enough with my landlord harassing me. But then when he kind of made it clear he was going to try to take this to court type style, he was going to he was going to fucking squat in my apartment, make everything ruin it all, not not turn anything back on and fucking turn it back down off on the basement. I, I went out there and I said, I maybe haven't stood up for myself, but I'll fuck you up in court. And then he was like, no, no. no. And then something about the way I explained to him, I would fuck him up in court. He called my mom crying, saying I scared him. He cannot come back into my apartment without an escort. Like, I have great Francis <laughs> because I was so terrifying. Well, see me in court, bitch. See me in court. And my mom said we can't go to court, but we will go to court if you fuck with me. So it's like, these people have choices. Make better choices. See y'all next week. Oh, wait, that's not the only 53. That would have been a really good way to end them. Make better choices. That's how this one woman, Bailey Serene, she does true crime. I, I love Bailey Serene. She does true crime. Okay. And she does her makeup at the same time. But today I was listening. It was my second time to listen to it. But I listened because you just have to listen to it again to think, that, is this really happening? DuPont, who does Teflon and, and like, and like, like huge, huge company. Yeah, huge. huge. Everything. They, we are all poisoned with a chemical. It is in every single one of us. PCOS. It is. It turned like. It turns people's insides black. It's in every one of us and in people who, and now they have a new chemical. They finally replaced it, but not because they wanted to, but because they just kept getting lawsuits and they, the lawsuits just kept coming. And so they finally replaced it with a new one. But like, and unfortunately, the, like, the environmental control agency only really needs you to like report, on, like they only check on things that they already know are legal, like already know are, are like, um, toxic but the only people who to um, decide if they're toxic are the people who own the companies like DuPont and there are some copycat companies to DuPont there are a lot of copycat companies so there's actually more companies just like spreading like, like don't buy your Teflon pots and your and your Lycra like we don't need it we do not need it like it is in all of us and like it has turned cows black immediately and like their insides black they're like the the amount of cancer spreading and like it is now said to be in every single one of us because of the water supply well what you were saying and i believe it's true to me earlier is that uh you can't exist without un without knowingly or unknowingly purchasing something made by dupont dupont Exactly. So I'm not saying you're like, don't, don't like kill yourself over it, but it's it, like, it is everything is DuPont and then, and, or they're copycat companies, which are just as bad, if not worse, because they're just copycat companies. Like there's more than likely some kind of chemical. By if DuPont. we can take, so there is this guy, this lawyer, and I might want to join his cause. He's like been trying to take down DuPont. He's the one who did make them stop using PCOS. That's the chemical that we have in each and every one of us. It's a, incredibly deadly chemical they know that they knew it before they got in, into every one of us it's in every single human in the united states not not people outside of the united states it's a chemical in everybody in the united states and specifically here with us it's known if you have a small dick you can blame it on dupont 
Dead serious. Dead serious. Small dicks are because of DuPont. So you, you sue them. Sue them for your small dick. <laughs> I don't know that that will work, but no, they are, there are scientific, there are scientific, there is science, the science is on your side that your small dick is because of DuPont. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry. You grew up in a nation where we have no health regulations. So we like, like, like so sorry about your small dick. It's like really true and sad. I'm, I'm, so I did a second investigation and now I'm going to need to do some more investigation on DuPont and it might never end my investigation on DuPont because I'm, I might go join that lawyer. There's this lawyer who like took them down for the PCOS, but now they're just using a new chemical that again, they say is safe, but they said that about PCOS and they knew it wasn't. They sent this guy, this lawyer, this one single handed lawyer took them down. And they send him, like, I'm talking, like, 50 years of information to get through for him to finally find them realizing that they had PCOS was dangerous. And they, they like, he, they, they had tried to get a, an order, which was like a, um, it's called a, it's a no-speak order. It's like a um, choke order. It, it sounds just as, as bad as choke order. What is it called? I'm not sure. An order where you couldn't speak on something, they failed. And then he had to give them, they had to give them all the information. He gave, they gave them like 50 years of knowledge on PCOS. And PCOS is a chemical where nobody knows about it because it's not even like listed in the, like it's not listed in the list of chemicals or the list of, like only they have the information on it. DuPont's going down. I'm sorry. I just kind of got really um, sidetracked on that. Gag order. Gag order. That is what I. Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Calvin. Yes. So they tried, they got a, they had a gag order, but they, it, it got, it failed. And so they had to send this information. And instead of sending just like one piece of information, but this lawyer was so cool. He actually found the one piece of paper he needed in like 50 years of information. And so they have stopped like using PCOS finally, but um, they are using a new chemical, which may or may not be just as bad or if not worse. And we got to wrap things up. So do not use DuPont when you can or... How do you even know when you're using <laughs> I would like to know when I... Spandex. Spandex is bad. I love spandex. No, you don't. You like jeans. We're going to just wear... Well, I, I never wore spandex. I, I wear mean, spandex I mean, all the time. I like seeing it. I like spandex all the time, but I'm like... I'm, but uh, I, I would sacrifice spandex. Let's sacrifice spandex. Okay, No more Teflon pots. And uh, thank you very <laughs> much, Lucas. Are your eggs that important? Thank you, Calvin, for helping out. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, the other four listeners. One in China, one in England. One in New York City. One in New York City. No, we have two in New York City because you said New York City is the most popular. So okay. we have six listeners. And Calvin, seven. Nice. We're growing. We've grown <laughs> just in this hour. <laughs> hey, folks, show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important.